0: Today, I am so happy that I'm bringing you a message, which is part two of a house is not a home. And if you remember in part one, we're just going to do a little recap. In part one, what I said was this. I said, when you talk about a house, you ask, where is your house? But when you talk about a home, you normally ask, who is at home? So a house is where? but a home is who. And we know that the who is always more important than the where because house is just a place. But you know what? A home is where people are found, is where relationships are found. In the same way, church is about who and not where. You know, church is more than a building or a place. It is about who is in church with you. And heaven is also the same. We learn in part one that the right question to ask is not where is heaven, but who is in heaven. And guess what? God is in heaven. That is why you and I, we want to go to heaven because our good, good God is in heaven. And today I'm so excited to continue with part two. Now, Pastor Howe always says this. He says that we know the price of a house, but not the value of a home. Do you know the price of a house is not the value of a home? You, you can buy a house, but you cannot buy a home. A home cannot be bought because you have to put in time, love and energy to just build relationships with the people in your home. You need to put in effort to love the people who are in your home. So you've got to spend time. You've got to invest energy in knowing your family members, in loving them. Do you know you need a lot of giving? and you also need a lot of forgiving in the home. Sometimes you hear your parents complaining, right? They say, why, why do you treat the home like a hotel? Well, what are they really saying? When your parents say those things, well, what they're complaining is that you are not investing enough time, love, or energy to build relationships with the people in your home. Now, what is the difference between a house and a home? Well, you can spend big money to buy a house, but you simply cannot just buy a home. A home requires your time. It requires your effort and your energy into building those relationships with people around you in your home. Now, church is the same. We all know that church is not a house, but it is a home. Church is about, again, it's about relationships. So when you say relationships, That word will immediately tell you, again, we got to give time, we got to give energy, we got to give effort to build relationships in church some people, they like to treat church like a hotel. When we were still having in-person services, you know, you can spot these people immediately because they would be the ones who will step into church service just slightly after the first praise song starts. And then at the last note of the last praise song, they will immediately get out of the service, go through the exit door. And uh, no matter how the people around them would, you know, try to reach out to them, they just will not want to spend time to build relationship or Or talk to the people sitting around them. And when people in the connect group try to invite them to go for lunch, to just kind of connect, they will always come up with different excuses and say, you know, I can't make it. Well, these people are treating the church like a hotel. So don't treat church like a hotel. You got to start treating church like a home. It is your spiritual home. Again, home means relationships. And relationships means that you got to give time, you got to give energy, you got to give effort, you've got to give your heart into building those relationships in church as well. So I want to challenge you, let others know you and get to know other people. How does that translate to online services? You know, right now you and I may not be able to be in the in-person services because of the COVID situation. All of us have just gone online. But guess what? When you are online and you are participating in an online services, you can still connect with other people from church. First of all, you can text the person who invited you to watch this service. You know, tell them, tell them how you feel about this service. Tell them what you think about this service that you participated in. You know, tell them, let them know you, share your heart with them. And then, of course, you can still connect if you are a new Christian who has just made a decision to be a Christian recently, you can still connect. You know what you can do? You know, you gotta make it your goal to keep coming back and regularly to attend the online services. And don't just be like those people who duck in and out of services. When you're online, it's so easy to be anonymous and so easy to be quiet. Don't be that. When you're on the online services, make an effort to connect. Get to know the people in a connect group. It takes time to know friends in church. So don't treat the online services like a house, treat it like a home. You got to connect, you got to relate. You have to let people know you and you've got to know other people. Joining a church is like joining a family. And if you are a new Christian, you have recently invited Jesus into your life. That means you are a new Christian. Well, congratulations, I have good news for you. The moment you accept Christ into your life, you belong to a spiritual family. And 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, it says this, it says how great is the love the Father has given us so freely. Now we can be called children of God. Isn't that an amazing verse? You see, when you have Jesus in your life, God is your heavenly Father and we are all His children and you have become part of one big spiritual family. And besides your own family right now, you have a spiritual family to relate to as well. And you know, let's be honest, your family, my family, they're not perfect. And in the same manner, your church family will not be perfect too. We may not be perfect, but you know what? We belong together. Well, you see Christianity is not just about believing, but it is also about belonging. It is so important to belong. Believing in Jesus is important, but what is of equal importance is belonging. You know what? You don't enter into heaven by taking an exam in theology. It's all about relationships. Why do you get to heaven? Well, you get to heaven because you are a son and a daughter of the Father. You get to heaven because you belong to a spiritual family. We are all God's children. And so remember this, Christianity is about belonging. It is about having relationship with a heavenly father. It's about having relationship with a spiritual family. You not only believe in Jesus, but you belong. And so Psalms 100 verse three captures this thought so beautifully. It says this, it says that, I want you to realize that the Lord is God. He made us and we belong to him. We are his people. We are the sheep belonging to his flock. That's the word again, belong, belonging. We are the sheep belonging to his flock. So Jesus, he died for us, not just so that we can believe, well, believing is important, but Jesus also died for us so that we can belong. So friends, you are now part of God's family. He is your heavenly father and we are his people. The Bible says that we belong to God. And guess what? Out of that belonging will come the blessings of God. Out of the belonging will come the blessings of God. So when we belong to God, we have protection. We have provision. We have help in time of need. Well, some people that pray to God for blessings. Well, that's good. That's okay. You can pray to God for blessings. But today, I just want you to be assured of this one fact. You need to know this, that when you belong, you will automatically be blessed. See, when you become a child of God and you belong to Him, you will have access to God's blessings in that belonging. Out of that belonging will come blessings. And some of us, especially some of you, In this COVID-19 situation, you are praying and you are going through some hard times. Maybe you're praying for your job to be preserved or maybe you've lost a job. Some of you are praying that your business will not go bust. Some of you are really struggling with relationships because you are cooped up in the home all day long. Some of you are running weary in your mind and in your heart. You are growing a little tired emotionally and mentally. Well, you know what? You can pray to God to help you. Well, that is good, but you need to know this when you have Jesus in your life, you belong to our heavenly father. Out of the belonging comes the blessings. You know why? Because a father will always take care of his children. That's why out of the belonging will come blessings. Our father always takes care of his children. He will not abandon his children. So today, if you are a child of God, already a Christian, good job. Get the good news. Out of the belonging comes your blessings. But today, if you're not yet a child of God, I want to encourage you today, you got to make a decision at the end of the service to become His child so that you can also belong, so that you can also be blessed, so that you can also access the blessings that a Heavenly Father has for you. Now, we said earlier, treat church not like a house but a home. While similarly, heaven is not a house but a home. What is the difference between a house or a home? Well, you can buy a house, but you cannot buy a home. Remember that? Because it is about relationships. Well, similarly, if you can't buy a house, you can't buy heaven either. Heaven is about who? It is about relationship with God. Heaven is a home. And the Bible is very clear on one thing. You cannot buy your way into heaven by paying money or by giving more money. And you simply cannot earn your way into heaven either. You cannot get into heaven by good works or being top of some big scoring point system. You don't earn your way into heaven by good works. Now in Ephesians 2, you know, the Bible is very clear about this. It says here, for by grace, you have been saved Through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Heaven is a gift from God. So you can't buy a place in heaven with money or good works, no matter how hard you try. Going to heaven is not by earning points, being the top person in a big scoring system. It is never, never by good works. You cannot get into heaven by being good, doing good, and looking good. You know, you you cannot come to Jesus and say, Jesus, um, you know, um, I look a little bit better than my neighbor. I should be in heaven. I'm looking good. Some of you, you cannot come to Jesus and say, you know what, I'm only about 0.7% different from a Chris Hemsworth. You know I belong to heaven because I look good. You know, it doesn't work that way because heaven is a gift. You know, you get into heaven simply because it is a gift from God. You see... Our sins will not allow us to go to heaven. And that's why in that scripture that we just read in Ephesians, it says the word saved. You know, we need saving. You and I need saving. Well, you know, we, we, don't, we don't need more good works. We don't, the Bible didn't say that we need more money to get into heaven. It just says we need to be saved. So what do we need to be saved from? Well, we need to be saved from our sin. And we are only saved through faith in Jesus. And that's what the Bible is so clear about we receive the gift of heaven by inviting Jesus into our lives because only He can save us. And in our sins, we cannot save ourselves. But Jesus, He came as a sinless Son of God and He died on the cross for your sin. He paid a penalty for your sin and my sin. And now we can simply accept the gift of heaven by inviting Jesus into our lives. And when you invite Jesus into your life, basically you're saying, Jesus, you know what? You died in my place for my sins. And now, I want you in my life. I want a relationship with you. I'm cleansed of my sins. And when I die, I will go to heaven. Remember this, heaven is the gift of God. You cannot buy heaven like you buy a house. Heaven is a home. Heaven is a gift. Heaven is about having relationship with the God who created the heavens and the earth. So what do you do when someone loves you and wants to give you a gift? Well. How do you respond? It's very simple. All you have to do is to receive it and to accept it. So do you want this gift? All you have to do is say a simple prayer and say, Jesus, I accept and I receive the gift of heaven. Jesus, I want a relationship with you. Let me talk a little bit more about heaven. Now, remember I said that heaven is about who and not where. And heaven is about belonging and having a relationship with God. Heaven is a home. Now, a home, if you have a home, I have a home, we don't let strangers in. For example, you know, someone come and pressed your doorbell. You know, when you see the person pressing your doorbell, you go, Ah, I recognize that man. He's my friend. Come on in. Oh, I recognize that person. She's my family member. Come on in. But then when you see a stranger, what do you do? You don't even open a gate to a stranger. You don't even let the stranger in. Well, heaven is the same. You see, heaven is God's home and in God's home, when He sees someone, He says, Oh, I recognize that person. I know that person. Come on in, that's my friend. Or if he sees a, a guy and he says, Oh, that's my son. Come on in. I see a girl. Oh, that's my daughter. Come on into heaven. But guess what? When God sees a stranger, He would say, I don't know you. And God won't even open the heavenly gate to strangers. God will not let strangers into heaven. So don't be a stranger to. God, There are no strangers in heaven God wants a relationship with you He wants you to be His son and His daughter And He wants to open the gate for you Now, there are some of you here You have Christian connections in the past Maybe you used to go to church But right now, you are not very sure Whether if you die, you will go to heaven Well, today is your opportunity to be very, very sure Don't be a stranger to God Be a friend all you have to do is very simple. You can say a prayer with me as well. And as you say this prayer, you're telling God, God, I don't want to be a stranger to you. I want to be a friend and I want you to be my heavenly father. And I want to be sure that I have the gift of heaven. And that is you, I want to lead you in a simple prayer. And if you are ready, let's pray right now. Jesus, today, I thank you for the gift of heaven. I thank you for your gift of relationship to me. I accept your gift. Jesus, I also thank you for what you've done on the cross for me. You died on the cross to pay for the penalty of my sin. And today, as I accept you into my life, as I begin a new relationship with you, my sins are forgiven. I am cleansed of my sins. And today, I am a Christian. Jesus, I thank you that from today onwards I have your voice to lead me and to guide me in my heart in this Christian life. And at the end of my day, I know that I will be found in heaven with my heavenly Father because heaven is a gift. I say yes to the gift today. In Jesus' name we pray and all of God's people say, Amen. Wow, what a fantastic decision you have made today. You know what? This is the best gift you're ever going to receive in your life. And now I just want to talk to another group of people. You are the regulars in church and you have been around for a long time now. Well, I want to strongly urge you today. I want to strongly encourage you and challenge you. Don't treat church like a hotel. You know, in your home, in my home, sometimes do you feel like, you know, you get very upset when someone doesn't contribute to the family. You know, you get upset when someone, you know, takes his meals and then he doesn't do the dishes. Oh, the laundry is all done, but they don't fold their own clothes. You get upset with people like that in your own home. So in the same way, don't just come to church to do your spiritual laundry. You don't just come to church where you can get cleansed of your sin or absolved of your sin and guilt and shame. And then after service is over, you just leave. You know, don't duck in and out. Don't come to church just to do your spiritual laundry. Don't come to church just to eat the spiritual food and and get fat spiritually. You know what you need to do? you got to come, you know, start to rise up to serve in church, to volunteer in church. Start to rise up and say, you know what, I'm going to come fold the clothes. You know what, I'm going to come and help wash the dishes. you got to start rising up today. Start to not just be a consumer, but be a producer in church. Start to contribute in church. Rise up, serve, and volunteer. And that some of you here, you can start asking your leader, you know, how can I serve in the connect group? How can I contribute in this COVID season as everything is online? How can I contribute to the connect group? And some of you here, you just got to make a decision in your heart. You got to start saying, you know what? That's me, I'm treating church like a hotel. No, i have got to start treating church, not like a house or a hotel, but I got to start treating church like a home. Now, for the people who are already Christians and you've said yes to a relationship with Jesus, you are no longer a stranger to God. That's good, you are no longer a stranger to the Heavenly Father. But the next thing to do is don't be a stranger in church. Start to build those relationships with the people in your connect group. Go online, join as many activities as you can, because you belong to the Heavenly Father, and you belong to a spiritual family. And friends, Like I said, out of that belonging comes blessings. And today, before I end this service and this message, I just want to pray for a group of people, maybe you're struggling in this COVID-19 season. I just really want to pray for you. I know some of you, you could be worrying about your jobs, or worrying about finances, or some of you are hoping and praying that your business will not go bust. Well, my husband and I, we also have a business, so we completely understand your stress levels right now, and that's why today I want to pray for you, not just in the area of finances, but I want to pray for your relationships. Right now, if you're struggling in that area, and whatever burdens and worries you have, I want to pray for you. You know, in the Bible, in Psalms 37, it has a very, Very good verse. Psalms 37 says this. It says that once I was young and now I am old, but I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. This writer in Psalms is saying, I have never seen the people who are godly, who are faithful to God, who are loyal to God being abandoned. They are never forsaken. In fact, the children of the godly will never have to beg for bread. And I speak this word over your life today as I pray for you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, I just pray for everybody out there who may be struggling financially, mentally, spiritually, emotionally in every area, whatever area they're struggling in God in in their relationships. I thank you for your word. Your word says that you have never, never allowed the godly to be abandoned or forsaken and you have never allowed the children of the godly to be begging for bread. So in the name of Jesus, I say over your life, out of the belonging comes the blessings. I pray that in this season, you will begin to encounter the love of God and the blessings that He has for you, the breakthroughs He has waiting for you. I want to pray over your life right now and proclaim this verse over your life. I proclaim that your business will not go bust. I speak over your life, every fear will be gone. I pray for peace to come upon you and I pray and proclaim over your life that your children will not starve, your business will not starve, your employees will not starve, your friends will not starve, your family members will not starve. Everybody will be filled because out of that belonging in your life comes the blessings of God on your life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And so there you have it, part two of a house is not a home. I hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Well, remember this, don't just buy a house, build a home. Build your earthly home and build your spiritual home. So while you're staying home, stay safe, stay connected, and God bless you. You have reached the end of the sermon. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word of God. To find out more about us, you can log on to www.hatofgodchurch.org or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at HOGC. You can also follow Pastor Leah on Facebook and Instagram at pastor_leah.